Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of Der Ausblick, where today we will be taking a look ahead to this Tuesday's game against Olympiakos in the Champions League. I'm joined today, as always, by our Twittermeister, Tom Adams. Tom, how are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm fresh off of a weekend full of watching plenty of footy, eating good food, and deciding on my Halloween costume. I'm going to be Thomas Shelby from Peaky Blinders. Excellent choice. I've still yet to decide who I'm going as, which is a perfect way for me to tell the audience to keep their eyes out on our Twitter account over the next couple of days. There's going to be something interesting that we are doing in conjunction with a major brand that I think you guys would be very interested in, so keep an eye out on that. But before we do all of that, we have to first tackle the big Champions League game coming up in Greece against Olympiakos. Now, for those that are unaware of Olympiakos, Olympiakos are currently top of the Greek Super League. They are third in the table, tied with Tottenham on points with one, but they best them in terms of goal difference, minus two to minus five. They are both behind Red Star Belgrade, who has three points, and of course Bayern Munich, who has six. So first, let's start off with Olympiakos. They have a lot of really interesting talent. They have some old names that people may recognize, whether... It, whether you're a fan of Greek soccer and you'll recognize recognize names like Lazaros Christodolopoulos or you're just a longtime fan of European soccer and you hear the name Matteo Valbuena and remember the 2014 World Cup and they even have this really interesting 25-year-old Portuguese defender named Ruben Semedo, who is one of their top scorers in the Champions League, but he is currently awaiting trial for attempted murder from his time at Villarreal when he was in Spain and at a nightclub and allegedly um, brandished a pistol and started making threats at people in, uh, in the club. But regardless, he is a very good talent and he got called up to the Portuguese national team recently. So looking overall at this roster, Tom, what is your impression? Well, yeah, n- not to discredit in any way the, the Greek Super League uh, or Olympiakos itself, but you know, obviously they can prove to be one of those pesky sides because they do have a decent amount of talent in their squad, both of young players and, as you mentioned, some old players of past you know, who have uh, spent some prominent time elsewhere in Europe. You know, I really have my eye on guys like Youssef Al-Rabi, one of their frontmen, scoring a lot of goals. Uh, as you mentioned, Matteo Valbuena, who was their sparking hero um, in the second half against Tottenham in their 2-2 draw in their first uh, group stage match in the Champions League. Uh, defender, Norwegian defender, I should say, Omar El Abdeloui, I think is how you pronounce it. He was uh, formerly on Manchester City's books, and he's now in high demand uh, and on the radar from uh, Premier League clubs like Arsenal, uh, Norwich City even, Aston Villa are looking to buy him and keeping a close eye on him. On paper, obviously Bayern Munich have the better squad, but Pedro Martin's side, they definitely have uh, the ability to be one of those pesky teams, those bogey teams uh, for Bayern and anyone else uh, that they face in European competition, as both uh, Tottenham and uh, Red Star Belgrade had both proved. It's interesting to look down the list of both players and staff members on this team. It's an interesting combination of a lot of Portuguese talent and a lot of Greek talent. 
and that carries over into the staff naturally a lot of greek but the manager as you mentioned is pedro martins he is portuguese all of his assistant coaches are portuguese and he has a portuguese analyst as well and a portuguese nutritionist so looking from olympiacos more towards bayern munich uh after a really disappointing 2-2 draw this weekend against Augsburg, which we will be getting into in our next episode of Bavarian Podcast Works. There was an unfortunate injury to Nicholas Sula, which will see him out for multiple months with a torn ACL, and that's rather unfortunate. And to top that off, on Sunday afternoon in a training session quarantine Toliso went down clutching his chest in almost an apparent heart attack scare so you look at this Bayern team and it looks a little slow to recover after the international break it's occasionally known as like international flu or UEFA flu and that's that could possibly be the case here and, of course, the team has been suffering from all of these injuries. Do you think they'll be able to find a way to pick up the pieces and move on from this? Yeah, I just definitely want to start off by saying, you know, definitely we're all here at Bavarian Football Works wishing Nicolas Sula a speedy recovery. Uh, we all, you know, know how unfortunate it is to uh, suffer an injury like that. And he will be a massive, massive miss. Um, and thank God Talisa was okay, Bayern's medical staff. You know, with the fact that uh, Dr. Muller-Wolfhart has the medical center right there at Sabinerstrasse um, at the training ground, you know, they were able to assess that um, even though it might have been mimicking, you know, symptoms of a heart attack, that it was um, a bit of an intense dizzy spell for uh, Taliso, but that's definitely a scare. Uh, but that aside, you know, even with the injuries that we have um, and Sula being a massive blow, I do think that our squad is more than capable of getting the job done, even you know, in a difficult environment at the Karaskakis Arena, I think is how you pronounce it. One of those Greek tongue twisters, uh, capacity of around 32,000. You know, the Greek fans are always up for it. That's uh, going to be one of those situations where the home crowd is going to be baying on every little positive thing uh, that Olympiakos does. And, you know, a, a lot of times we see the away teams fold um, almost in the manner that Tottenham did when they played there. But I actually remember uh, during the Augsburg match, during my live tweet, saying something about how I did actually like the shape that uh, came about um, as a result of Kovac having to make some switches because of Sula being hurt um, and primarily focusing on Luca Hernandez and uh, Benjamin Pavar uh, playing as the center backs. I don't think there's any reason why those two can't be the center back pairings. Um, and I thought despite the result we had against Augsburg, Javi Martinez, uh, credit to him, finally getting a shout in the starting lineup. I thought he played really well. Um, so against uh, Olympiacos, I would like to see that center back pairing of Pavard and Hernandez, Alaba on the left, Kimmich on the right, Javi Martinez as a CDM. Um, and pretty much, you know, Kovac has a lot of options to make uh, with the midfielders and attackers in front of there. Obviously, you have to keep the usual suspects, Thiago, Lewandowski, Gnabry in there. I know we'll have a lot of questions as to whether Coutinho or Muller uh, will be in the starting lineup uh, for this one. A lot of people are you know, absolutely banging for Moeller to finally get a start. We all f know what happened in the Augsburg game with his uh, 10 minutes and his miss and his flubbed pass, but that's neither here nor there. We're looking forward. Uh, Kovac has the, that decision to make. Uh, maybe even Perisic comes into the starting lineup having not been involved on, on Saturday against Augsburg, but 
to answer the question simplistically and holistically, yes, there's there's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't get the job done here um, and remain at the top of the group. So before we wrap this episode up, Tom, what do you think the final score is going to be? I'm just going to toss my prediction out quick. I'm going to say uh, 3-1 Bayern Munich. Exactly. Um, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth, but I can get a kind of delve on that a little bit and kind of expand. Um, I do think that this is going to be one of those games, as Olympiaco showed um, against Spurs, measuring their moments forward and otherwise maintaining a very deep block, almost in the same way that AEK Athens played against us last year in the Champions League. Um, but I can see um, that deep block folding um, at least once, maybe Lewandowski or Gnabry getting on the score sheet in the first half. Um, causing Olympiacos to play a bit more adventurous and a bit more open uh, moving forward. Um, maybe they nip one late first half, early second half, but then I think once that game becomes increasingly open, the more and more it just suits Bayern and our attacking abilities, um, and I just see us grabbing two more in the second half, coming away 3-1 winners and staying on top of the group moving forward. Well, with that, we are going to wrap up this episode. Be sure to keep your eye out again. As we mentioned for that uh, potential, for that interesting contest, it is a contest, I can leak that much, uh, that we're going to have in the coming days. And we will be releasing an episode of Bavarian Podcast Works on Wednesday following this game. Be sure to like us, rate us, subscribe to us, like us, and share us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere else. You get your quality audio content. You can follow me on Twitter at Jefferson Fenner. You can follow Tom on Twitter at TommyAdams71. And you can follow the blog at BavarianFBWorks. So until we come back on the podcast, hopefully after a win against Olympiacos, we will see you guys later. Auf Wiedersehen.